Hello guys, welcome to the new edition of the productivity tips found on Reddit series. You probably heard the previous episode I did last month about the productivity tips I found on Reddit during February and this is part two. Today I want to share five brand new tips that I found on Reddit in March and I'm recording this episode on Sunday, so a few hours before it goes live. So sorry for not having any fancy editing this time because I just don't have time to send it to my editor, okay? And as always, you can find all the links to the original posts in the corresponding blog post. Tip number one, the price of creativity is the judgment of others. This is not a big post, I just like the title. I found the title of that post so true. Just one sentence, yet it has so much meaning. I always thought that the price of creativity is overcoming resistance, but now I would add this component as well. And my equation would look something like this. Creative process equals overcoming resistance plus willingness to face the judgment of others. Tip number two, it is normal to be lazy sometimes. The post's main idea is about committing to two minutes of whatever habit you want to develop. However, it's not what caught my attention. What caught my attention was something mentioned at the very beginning. Quote, humans are innately wired to take the path of least resistance. And it seems most things in the universe have this bias. If we look from an evolutionary context, our bias to be lazy has good intentions. Primal men did not have Uber Eats or Domino's pizza delivery on standby. Every day was a bitter struggle for survival. A human who expended their energy doing unproductive things, like dancing in a tree for several hours or digging random holes, was more likely to get eaten by a tiger. Meanwhile, his lazy friends had energy to run away. The problem is our primal programming still persists." End quote. I feel like we've categorized unproductive behavior as something shameful. We are being bombarded with the message of never-ending hustle. I like that the author reminds us that it is biologically normal to preserve energy. It is not normal to want to do things all the time. It is not human to be productive all the time. This is something I should add to the list of reasons why hustle culture doesn't work. If you haven't heard this list, listen to episode number 13. It's titled, Why Hustle Culture Doesn't Work. Now, tip number three. An author focused on three tasks a day for a year and the depression was gone. So the main idea here is that the author only had three slots on the to-do list to fill out each day. By having such a limited number of to-do tasks, he was forced to prioritize the things that truly matter. He committed to the selected few, less but better. Plus, the smaller tasks didn't feel like a chore anymore because they were not on his to-do list. He didn't have to do them. He only had to do three things. I highly recommend reading the entire post where he lists all the achievements he had as a result of doing three tasks a day for one year. I couldn't agree more with the benefits that come from prioritizing your tasks. I keep saying that very few things are truly urgent and important. 
That's why I only focus on nine goals every month, three goals in three areas of my life. It forces me to prioritize all the tasks and goals and see what is truly important. It brings an incredible level of intentionality and focus. It propels you forward because you end up doing the most impactful tasks that you could be doing that day instead of filling your time with low-value activities. Tip number four, set a timer. An author who got diagnosed with ADHD turned his or her life around by setting timers for different activities throughout the day. It is Sunday right now and I don't do time blocking on the weekends. However, I know that I need to record this episode. I thought, let me try this timer advice. Right now I have a timer running as I am recording this episode. There is one thing for sure. Having a timer makes starting an activity a lot less painful. You just start. Instead of browsing social media, playing the perfectionism game, or fooling yourself into believing that you need to do just a little more research, instead of doing all of that, you just start doing what you have to do. It's that simple. Maybe for some of you, a timer might be that miraculous cure against procrastination you've been searching for. I came to a very similar conclusion when observing students during exam. I talked more about it in How to Stop Procrastinating episode, and it is episode number 10, if you want to get more detail. And now the final tip number five, Newton's first law. Yeah, that's right. A little bit of physics here. And here's a quote. Newton's first law states that an object at rest will stay at rest and an object in motion will remain in motion at the same velocity unless acted on by an unbalanced force. Using this law in productivity, if you stay in sloth mode, you'll remain in sloth mode. If you decide to jumpstart yourself and get started on something, you'll get the ball rolling." End quote. Sounds very familiar, doesn't it? But the mention of Newton's first law in this article made me realize something. Every time I listen to the interviews of people who completely transformed their lives, these people get asked on how they started. And the answers that you hear are often a bit disappointing, to say the least. Something very mundane, even boring. The activities that they mention are so small and insignificant that you don't even believe these people when they say it. Because you see the before and after pictures or numbers or titles or whatever. So you see the before and after and the difference is so huge. And there is no way walking around the block after dinner could have created the result you see on those before and after pictures. And now I realize that this gap between the initial tiny insignificant action and the final result can be explained by the Newton's first law. When you commit to the tiny action, you change your state from an object staying at rest to an object being in motion. And once you are in motion, 
you tend to stay in motion unless you do something to stop yourself. And a tiny action then grows to an action that is a little bit, like 5% bigger. Then it's another 5% bigger. And in a few months, being in motion in one area of your life, other areas of your life go from being at rest to being in motion. It is a chain reaction that eventually results in major changes. But it all started from a tiny action that moved us from being at rest to being in motion. So that's it for today. I also would like to take this opportunity to reflect on the feedback that I got from the readers during March and share the top three blog posts or podcast episodes that resonated the most with the readers and listeners. And in case you haven't heard them, it would be a nice opportunity for you to check them out. So the first one is why you don't need another productivity app. And it is episode number seven. The second most popular podcast episode is how to create and follow your schedule. And that is episode number eight. And the final third most popular article and a podcast episode is how to use product backlog for personal productivity. And it is episode number six. So uh, we are talking about episodes number six, seven, and eight. If you haven't listened to them yet, check them out. Have a great week, everyone. Please subscribe if you want to get a freshly baked episode delivered to you next Monday. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to ask a question, leave a comment, or share something interesting, please use the link provided in the show notes. I look forward to hearing from you and answering your questions in the upcoming episodes.